The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, and welcome back to The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Silva, and today my guest is the hilariously funny and totally charming Angela Kinsey. We're going to be talking about how to stay organized while also being a creative. Angela has so many projects in the works, like her amazing recap podcast with Jenna Fisher. She's also a cook, an author, and does all these amazing things. So we're going to be talking about that. Plus, you'll learn if her children have inherited her funny bone. Here's a hint they have. All right. So definitely check this one out, guys. It's not to be missed. Oh my gosh, Angela, such a huge fan, uh, first of all. And um, I, you're such a creative person. As I was, you know, preparing for this interview, obviously I've, I know like all about, you know, I think I know about what you do. Obviously I'm familiar with the podcast, but I didn't know you do a cooking show. I didn't know you were an author. So I would love to, because of this partnership, if you could take us through your creative process a little bit, like from inception to, you know, whatever it is, like with all your numerous projects going on. Well, I have to tell you, um, so over the pandemic, Jenna and I wrote a book called The Office BFFs. And I am such an old school um I guess, processor of information. You know, um, I am someone, I want to, if you tell me something, I'm going to jot it down. I actually keep this rocket book notepad by my computer. I love it now because I jot it down. And then at the end of the day, I can see, did I make my list? Did I not make my list? I can erase it, reuse it the next day. But here's the thing I really love that would have been a game changer when I was writing my book. I wish I had had a rocket book then. Because you can easily, with your phone, there's an app, you can scan your notes and upload it. And I could have uploaded all of my writing notes to Dropbox or emailed it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, who thought of this? They're so brilliant. But the Rocketbook people thought of it. So I've been really excited to have their products and use them in my creative process. Because I am someone, um, when I get an idea, I want to quickly jot it down. And I have, you know, just... I'm an observer. And so like, especially with comedy every day, you meet someone who's a little quirky and interesting, and maybe you catch a phrase they say, or like some kind of like thing they do with their hair or whatever it is. And I jot it down and I go back to those notes and it tells me a story at some point in my life. I use it. I love that. I mean, and how are you feeling? Cause if you are sort of someone who's like has of this old school mentality, like very much into the pen and paper, it seems like it would be a sort of a seamless transition. But, you know, I think anytime you kind of throw technology into the mix, people who are like that, they can get a little, I don't know, they're a little daunted. So how, what would you tell those people? I would tell them if I can use it, you can use it because I am not tech savvy at all. And this is the simplest, easiest way to take anything you want to write down, they have planners, they have note cards, notebooks, and scan it and upload it. So it's then part of your digital world. And my kids love it. My kids are, you know, 14 and 12. And I had to take my Rocketbook products because Rocketbook sent me a few notebooks and I had to hide them 
at my desk because they all want them. And now they have like all different colors of the pins. And so anyway, I actually just told Rocketbook, I was like, can I get some more for my kids? So I don't have to give them mine. I know kids do that, right? They send to, they're like, this is cool. It's mine now. I'm like, wait a second. Speaking of kids, I mean, we're filming this in November. We're like a few months into the school year. How is it going? I have a, I have two boys. They're seven and 10. And it's already been, it feels like we've lived like 10 lives in the last few months. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when you have like, I mean, a house full of kids, you can live 10 lives in a day, like in an afternoon. I'm like, okay, who has, who's has a doctor's appointment today? Who has soccer? Where's volleyball? Okay. Play practice. Okay. And then it's like, oh crap. I didn't go to the grocery store. Someone's got to go. Like, so I feel like my husband and I were always like, sort of like, you know, okay. Who's got what today? Right. I saw on your Instagram and I just had this sort of like camaraderie moment of you lugging a wagon. I think it was like a soccer gear. My kids play yes. flag football and we bring the beach chairs, like everything. So I was like, oh, she, this is my girl. Like we, like, I get it. I totally get it. So much stuff. We resisted the wagon for like a full year. We're like, we don't need the wagon. We're not the wagon people. We don't need the wagon. And then we're carrying the chairs and then we have a cooler. And I was, I just turned to my husband one day and I'm like, we need the flipping wagon. We are the wagon people. Yeah. It's the kind of like the minivan thing, right? Right. And guess what? We have a minivan now. I mean, we are just, we're in it, but at the same time, I was so relieved the minute we got the wagon. I'm like, think, why didn't we get the wagon? Why were we resisting it? Just lean into it, parents, lean into it. I know you just kind of have to own all the kind of own it. stuff. But yes. so you, you mentioned, obviously you're a, com- you're a comedian. You are like one of the best ever. Have your kids, what's it like in your house? Like have your kids inherited your sense of humor? Do they have different sense of humor? Like, are you guys just laughing constantly? Like, what's it like? I will tell you, my daughter has a hilarious sense of humor. And the thing that she has that you can't teach is timing. She's got such great timing that she cracks me up. But our house is definitely a house of laughter and lots of baking. And we sort of have a joke, me and the kids, um, my daughter, Isabel, and my sons, um, Jack and Cade, that the the person with the worst sense of humor, I shouldn't say worst. (laughs) um, is the least sense of humor, maybe, um, is my husband because he is someone, he loves a pun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But people that love a pun, like the puns just keep coming, you know, like the dad puns, the dad jokes are just like, I told him, I was like, I need to make a coffee table book of your dad jokes, but just for us so that they're, that we will always have them because they are so bad. Oh my gosh, you should. I feel like dad jokes are, might be actually having a moment. I just yeah. want to switch gears a little bit because, you know, I'm interviewing you for a, a podcast that I launched and you're sort of like killing the game with Jenna. And what advice do you have for me, for maybe even like moms or anyone who's kind of like is a creative person that has this idea they want to get off the ground? I mean, specifically when it comes to, you know, entertaining and media. Well, you know, Jenna and I had never done anything um, in the podcast medium before. And we were, we were nervous and excited, kind of nervous sided as my daughter will say. Um, one of the things we did first was we just started listening to a ton of podcasts, both of us, we would divide up and then some, we would cross over, listen, we would talk about what we thought worked, what didn't work for us. 
And we just really did a lot of research on what, what is something that compels me to stick with it, you know, and become a subscriber. Um, and then we started to sort of break down what her strengths were and what mine were and how we would structure a podcast. And then we sat actually in my garage that is like a converted guest room office thing. And we sat there and we put my iPhone between the two of us and we decided to talk about a Halloween episode on The Office. She did some research, I did some research and we recorded it on my iPhone. And then my husband made a little sizzle edit of it for us to hear. And we were like, oh my God, wait, this is fun. I would listen to this. This is interesting, but you also hear our friendship. And um, that's kind of where we started. We didn't know where it would go, um, but it was so fun to be on sort of that creative discovery journey with her. And I think the biggest thing is just to be authentic because if you're pretending to have a voice that isn't your own, and I don't mean like an accent or anything. I mean, I, I mean like a writer voice, a creator voice that isn't your own. It doesn't ring true, you know? And the most interesting stories to me are the ones that are just a slice of life, an honest thing that you share from yourself. Even when we do office ladies, obviously it's about the office. That's the hook, but right. a big part of it is just our friendship. And it is such great chemistry between you guys. I mean, obviously, not obviously, but it could be like a potential risk kind of going into business with someone you really love, but it's working. So it works incredibly well. I mean, so I know we're about to wrap on time, but can you just give us a little bit of like what that dynamic is like more like sort of behind the scenes of the behind the scenes, if you will? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you say that because when we talked about doing a podcast together, we had so many people in our lot in, in our extended circles be like, wait a second, that's your best friend. That's tricky. And it, it felt so right from the very beginning. I think if anything, it's just made us closer friends. Cause I have such a respect for her work ethic. We do work very similarly in the fact that we're very thorough, but the way we work is very different. And we had to figure that out. I mean, Jenna, when she wakes up, her brain is on, she's ready to go. And I'm like, I need a minute. Okay. I'm going to need you to back off just a little bit. Um, I'm much more so, uh, someone that gets creative at night. So we had to figure out like, okay, you send me your work stuff in the morning. I'm going to process it. When you wake up tomorrow, my stuff will be there, you know, cause I'm going to work over the night. But um, so I think the behind the scenes is that we had to figure that out, you know, like we had to be able to have this sort of creative honesty with one another of like, Hey, I love what you're turning in, but I can't work when you work. So let's figure out how we trade information and work together. And, wow. and we did figure that out, but we still respected each other's space and creative process because the way you create might not be the way I create, but we can, we can do it together. If we just give each other our own space to do that. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for that. Final question. What's, okay. what's, what's on the menu for, uh, for your holidays this year? I know you're, you love to cook. So what's, oh what's my gosh, <laughs> my husband is such a good cook. He just made these gingerbread bars that are so stinking good with like that granulated sugar you sprinkle on top. He's so great about just baking anything that you can um, also bring as a holiday gift. He did these toffee pretzels and I put them in little mason jars with a red ribbon. They're such a great gift for teachers, not expensive ingredients. And so um, 
we have a really fun website called bakingwithjoshandange.com. And my husband is so creative. That's his, that's his jam being in the kitchen. You know how you talk about your love language. Yeah. His is cooking for you, baking for you, Lucky which is wonderful. <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. Although none of my jeans are fit, fitting me quite the way they used to. So, you know, it sounds like it might be worth it though. Um, Angela, it is. Thank, you, thank you so much for the time. It's such a, you were so fun to talk to and you gave us a lot of, a lot of information. So I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Will you let me know when you share so I can reshare? Absolutely. Of course. Of course. It'll okay. be before the holidays. So. Okay, great. Lovemom.com. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you to the whole team too. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm.